Hi, everyone. This is Joe. This is Monday, October 24th, 2022. It's about 10 in the morning, Eastern U.S. time. If you downloaded our previous episode, Fun With Feedback number three, before this episode that you're listening to now went live, there was a mistake that I made. I put Kevin's feedback in there, but it was the feedback for the wrong episode. And so he says one thing, and then James and I respond, and we're responding to something completely different than you listen to, unless you listen to the episode after 10 o'clock on Monday, October 24th. If you downloaded it after then, I corrected that episode, and you can stop listening to this one, because this is just me playing the right feedback and our response to it. So like I said in another episode, the way that James and I do the feedback episodes because we're 800 or so miles apart is we both listen individually and then I splice it in later. If anyone knows a better way to do that, please let me know. So here is Kevin's actual feedback and then I'm going to play the response we gave to that. And I think that finished out that episode too. So there might be some useless junk at the end, but sorry about that. I'll try to do better. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Joe and James, it's Kevin calling in from the Red Caps podcast. We just finished listening to the Basic Fantasy Equipment Emporium episode. And I just wanted to say great job on doing that. Uh, always love to hear Basic Fantasy products being talked about. I'm a huge fan of it uh, and basically everything that Chris Goderman has done. Um, as far as some comments on the episode, some of the things I'm going to say you guys addressed near the end of it, but I had jotted down the thought uh, at the beginning of the episode, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, yes, it's not a supplement that is going to be useful for folks who are running different genres. Um, It is made for the basic fantasy RPG game, and fantasy, as you mentioned, is in the name. That's that's what it's there for. Um, The minimum wage uh, point that you brought up, I thought was a really interesting discussion. Um, I would say, keep in mind that most of the time you're buying something from a smaller village or town and they know who the locals are and they are going to charge adventurers prices. Thus, the supplements often list the prices for adventurers because that's who's asking for it. Your NPC, um, you know, your DM run NPC that lives in the you know, third house down the road from the shop isn't going to ask the DM, hey, how much does it cost for a, a box of chalk? Um, they're They're going to uh, you know, either barter or have a different price list with that shopkeep than an adventurer would. So I think that's that's where the disconnect is. I get where you're coming from, though, from a realist, realism or simulation standpoint. Uh, but I think you have to be careful about how far down that simulation path you go before things get really, really chunky. Um, and lastly, the book is open source, like you mentioned. And I think that would be an awesome thing for you guys to jump in on their forums and point out some stuff, especially that point you made about the copper, bronze, and tin. Um, I bet you that would be something that if you bring up in their forums, they would change uh, in the next release of the of the PDF. So um, definitely, if you have the time, jump in and offer some of those small corrections. And it just makes the product better for everybody else. So anyhow, I uh, really enjoyed the show. Uh, I've enjoyed all the episodes I've listened to thus far. And I just wanted to say, keep up the great work. And I'll talk to you all again soon. Take care. Hey, Kevin. Oh, and everyone, Kevin is from the Red Cops. I cannot talk today. James, what is up with that? The Red Caps podcast, which I hadn't listened to before he sent the feedback. So I listened to a few of the episodes. I I like them. So thanks again for the feedback, Kevin. You might be hearing some from me soon. Let's talk about um, minimum wage. James, did you hear Kevin? He called me a simulationist. Oh, I am so hurt. (laughs) Hey. (laughs)
It works where it works, but uh, <laughs> I, I would say I have listened to one of his podcasts, one of the early ones, because I was looking for something to catch my eye. Um, but definitely liked what I got out of it. It was an interesting podcast. Actually, so I'm not really much of a simulationist at all, by the way, Kevin. That's why it hurt a little when you said that. No, I guess I am. Right? That, that That's that old gamer, narr- narr- narrativist, uh, simulationist triumvirate that people used to use a bit. And the, the truth is that no one is any one of those. You're, you're, you're somewhere in that triangle, maybe a little more towards one than the other two, but you're probably still in the middle and you've got a little bit of all of them. But see, I think, Kevin, the main thing that you're describing is the trope where the characters come in from out of town. They're the strangers in town with all this money. And so the locals are fleecing them, which is a trope. Uh, But as James will tell you, of late, my games tend to revolve around a community and the player characters are members of that community. They are not just their fly-by-night here this week to take care of the monster of the week and then go into another town. They are there as part of the town. They live there. They have relationships there. Sometimes they even have businesses there, James. Um, <laughs> Failing and, businesses with the last part of that game for the whole town being destroyed. Had you not failed at your adventuring, it wouldn't have been destroyed. And it gives the players... Uh, yeah, it gives the players stakes beyond themselves uh, without saving the world. They just have to worry about the, the barony. But anyway, so they're, they're not the outsiders. And so having a separate price list seems wonky. So, um, Kevin, you said that uh, it would probably be a good idea for us to go on the forums and mention those things like the bronze and stuff. I had thought about that in the past. And I don't want to, I don't know, I feel like running a forum is bit of an obligation saying, okay, here I am. I'm going to be an active member of this community and I'm going to engage in the conversations. I'm going to read what other people say. I'm going to respond to them and I'm going to say original things. I think log on just to say, hey, I made a mistake. I, it, it rubs me personally the wrong way and I don't have time for that level of involvement in that product as much as I would love to. And so that's why I haven't, I think, James just hasn't because he's he didn't know those forum existed. Uh, but I will let James speak to it on his own. I know of forums, but no, I did not know about this forum. I am going to jump in, but I'm on the line of Joseph. I don't have a lot of time to put into it. And a lot of times I feed off of ideas that I can't truly put in writing. There are ideas that I want to talk to Joseph on, and I'm putting the notes there, and he's not understanding what I'm saying. So I'll actually talk it through with him. So I am not the best person for forums. I mean, if you want to put it there on our behalf, Kevin, feel free. We won't, I won't be offended. But yeah, so th- that that's that's why I haven't. Like I said, I I view joining a forum as as an obligation, and I just I I don't have time to live up to that commitment, so I don't do it. I used to be very active in the uh, fudge. Uh, online communities and in uh, the Rhesus online community. Uh, Rhesus, see, now Jason has me doing it. The Rhesus online community, both of those have died and uh, I don't have time in my life for a new one. I think that was back when I only had one job. I have two jobs now. You work? I thought you only did this. 
Oh yeah, because it brings in so much money. Oh yeah, we we are eligible to run ads now, but I have no intention of doing that. Come on, you get a whole ten cents. I don't even think we'd get that with 124 views. I don't know what the rates run, but yeah, it's not worth it. But anyway, thanks for the feedback, and I really appreciate it. And like, I think I have subscribed to. Let me whip out my podcast uh, listener here. Let me see if I subscribed. I know I listened. Problem is, I'm I'm starting to get more podcasts than time. With all your running and bike, no. Well, see, that's the problem. My uh, my running test was last month, so I took a little break. I haven't done much running since then, and the snowy weather will be upon us soon, and that always puts an end to my running. And I don't have that commute in out of work every day, so ah, <sighs> sad. I I, I I sort of missed that. It was either podcasts or books on CD to take that hour ride. So you got through quite a few books quickly for me. All right. Yeah, I I get it. Uh, A lot of people do that. That's all we have, I think, James. Um, I don't see any other feedbacks. Oh, nope. There were some feedbacks for my solo episode, but I'm going to do that as a solo because that just seems to make sense in my mind. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, Joe, I do not. And um, you have a good weekend. Uh, You have a great weekend and you have a great week. Until next time we record, uh, thanks for joining me and thank you, audience, for listening to us. Thank you, audience, and have a joyful week. Hey, our closing's getting better. (laughs) Bye. Not much. (laughs) Say bye. Bye.